Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And Eric, uh, boy, there's some people that are just, uh, they're never going to be happy unless you're hoisting a Super Bowl trophy, and then they're going to tell you you can't do it two years in a row. But the Packers did exactly what they were supposed to do last night. Yes, defensively it wasn't the best, but overall I thought it was a pretty good performance and a dominating win last night, didn't you? Oh, for sure. There are some really good things that happened uh, on the field last night, and offensively was uh, surprising, I guess, to say to say the least, especially considering uh, how good the Bears' front seven is and the way that they would get completely pushed around, especially the beginning part of the uh, you know the middle part of the offense. You know, the the one thing that kind of stuck out to me was that you know coming into this season and last season. Um, Matt Lafleur talked about how the outside zone was was the the, the running you know staple that's going to open up the play action pass and all that kind of stuff that for his offense. But what's really turning out to be is it's the inside stuff, everything from the the, the B gaps in. So both B gaps and both A gaps have been stellar for the Packers lately, and I think that that is the um, that's going to be what's going to change this offense and keep the keep the, the tires rolling. When you talk about the counter action uh, that this offense has run, and it's consistent when it's flowing and it looks its best, Aaron Rodgers is selling it. Guys are kind of getting those those fake chip blocks. Then they're springing out, and becoming open. Uh, naked bootlegs are happening, and, and it just seems like one play sets up the next, sets up the next. And usually that's because, one, they get a lead. Two, the defense will get you a stop and get you the ball back, and then all of a sudden that lead becomes extended. And after that, it just seems like everything begins to roll downhill for the Green Bay Packers. Well, it all starts with, with, with the guards in the center uh, of being able to, A, keep the, the, the pocket in front of them uh, open so that he's got somewhere to step up. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers needs to, and then secondly, it's the um, the ability. That, that, I mean, listen, that quarterback last night. Everybody wants to talk about the run game, which you know, 182 yards on the ground. It's hard to, to not want to talk about it. But that quarterback last night, holy cow! The way that he is able to to move, and manipulate the defenses with his with his eyes, um, and and just has patience to allow things to happen. Um, I thought. Wow, you know that the, the performance last night from that guy was uh, was on par for one of the better better games I've ever seen him play. Being able to pick up uh, first downs with his feet, uh, having patience enough to um, let the play develop and not not run around. I think a lot of younger quarterbacks start getting nervous at some point. Um, it, it starts up front, but I mean, you still have to have look at look at the Bears. I mean, their offensive line played pretty decent last night and. By golly, you know that quarterback just is not very good. So hopefully, uh, people start to appreciate what they got in Aaron Rodgers because my gosh, it is uh, it is something special. So last night, you talk about the offensive line and the gaps. Uh, the, the guys continue to move around. Corey Lindsley goes down, the knee injury. It's a sprained MCL, and hopefully he's back in the next couple of weeks. In the meantime, Elkin Jenkins, again, just proves his versatility. You've got John Runyon getting the nod. And John Runyon, the fact that we're not talking about John Runyon other than his name is in the lineup is probably the best thing of all. How confident are you that John Runyon is the heir apparent should they make some changes or should Corey Lindsley not be back with the Packers next year? Well, he's got some physical abilities that he's going to have to work on. And, and one of the, listen, offensive linemen, they don't crawl out of the womb. I mean, you know this. They, offensive linemen are made 
And in my opinion, most offensive linemen aren't any good until they're 27, 28. It just takes that long. Um, you know, you come out of college, you're 22, 23 years old. You're playing against these D linemen that got another extra five, four years in the weight room on you and uh, training. So they're, they're bigger, stronger, quicker, and you're playing against guys. You know, when you're playing, even in the Big Ten, you might get one or two a year that are as good as and, and in the NFL. It's, you're playing against guys that are awesome week in and week out compared to the competition you faced in, in college. So it takes a while. There's freaks like Elton Jenkins and, and some of those guys, but those are few and far between between most offensive linemen take time to develop. So I think there's some development that can still take place with him. But, but uh, uh, you know, last night he pulled on one play and picked up uh, Danny Trevathan and put him on his tail. Uh, that right there to me said, this is a guy that you got to watch. This is a guy that can play right now. Um, with, with some development and another couple of seasons in the off in the, uh, excuse me, off seasons in the weight room, this is a guy that can that can that can step in and should step in to be able to play. Plus, he's got the lineage there of his dad telling him, teaching him, coaching him. So, really, you know, I I think that they got a guy there that can that could probably play. Um, talk to me about uh, Preston Smith last night. Preston Smith, Darnell Savage Jr., both of those guys played, I thought, uh, extremely well last night. I really liked the way Preston Smith set the edge. He looked more engaged last night. Uh, give me your thoughts. I still have a little bit of problem with his activity in pass rush. Uh, yeah, he got the sack, but it was kind of, uh, uh, you know, the, the pocket kind of collapsed, and, you know, he was able to push his guy in there and get off. I but I thought the run he was a little he was better on you know the quarterback keeper around the end that you know, the goal line there was uh, was a pretty solid play he didn't go barreling upfield and take himself out so I thought that was uh, was pretty good uh, some awareness there on that touchdown uh, so I I really yeah I think it was better but I I still would, you know he's got those long arms I just wish he would utilize them a little bit better in the passing game. Um, talking about uh, talking to Eric Branchek of the Green Bay Press Gazette, uh, Darnell Savage Jr. I, every time he gets healthy and starts to feel it, I like the way he plays. I think the biggest issue for him when people want to talk about him or knock him tends to be the fact that he's either banged up or he's coming off of an injury, right? Yeah, and I I think some you know second year in, he, you know, there's still a lot of a lot of what ifs in his head a little bit, and I would suspect that next year is the year where he really really blossoms. Uh, yeah, staying healthy is going to be, be paramount for him. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. But I, I think some of it is is that he just needs another good year of competition. And, and next year, uh, barring any defensive coordinator change, he should really, he should really accelerate. So tell me what you thought of last night. The one argument I had last night was specifically at the end of the first half and in garbage time, you're looking at third downs where guys, it's third and six, third and seven, guys are playing 10 yards, 12 yards back, basically conceding the first down. And that, that to me, I still scratch my head over that. Me too. And and it just seems like sometimes they had trouble lining up. I mean, in that touchdown, um, at the end of the second, or end of the first half, there where uh, uh, Robinson caught that touchdown pass, you know, yeah. one yard pass or whatever. I just, I, I, I watched that play this morning for probably twenty minutes trying to figure out why they lined up the way they did. You know, and I think it was uh, a situation, you know, where they had uh, guys on the field and time was running short, and to maybe make a 
or make, maybe make a personnel change just wasn't in the cards. Uh, but how they lined up, I just, you know, they had Sullivan to the weak side where they had a cornerback and a safety standing up, and you got three receivers to the right with two guys to cover them. And I, I think it was really difficult to ask your linebacker to have run support and then, oh, by the way, you got to fly out to a zone with one yard. You know, I just I, – I, I questioned – that and I also questioned when they came out in that, that diamond formation, they had four guys there and three guys to cover them. I just I don't understand how that's a winning proposition. I mean, it just wasn't sound. And I think the uh, you know maybe maybe they need a leader back there that can call timeout and say, hey, listen, let's get lined up right. You know, blah blah blah. And it just wow. You know, I, some of those things are happening that I I'm not I'm not understanding why. And, and the off coverage, you know, but it really boils down to this is in the passing game, they just got to get more pressure. I mean, that quarterback, they could have had five picks last night. And he yeah. was spraying the ball over the field and shotgun. And <clears throat> it just was, was, was not a pretty scene. That I means telltale sign of, of what the Packers are at and where the Chicago Bears are at. And just watch that quarterback play. It's, it's brutal. Good win or not last night? Bottom line. Oh, great win. Absolutely is a great See, win. See, I agree. You know what? Things are going to happen at the end of the game. Are you really – you're up by 31 points. Are you really going to be that much into it? You know, you know you're going to play a little softer. You know, you just – let's not get hurt type, right? Yeah. So, yep. yeah, I don't have a – I don't have a whole – it would be nice to see him, you know, maybe stop one of those drives. But, yeah, I'm not overly concerned about it. It's just, you know, when you're up that hard, you know you're not going to lose – they're out there trying, you know. They get a paycheck too, so um, yeah, I, I think I, I think it was a great win. Good stuff as always, my friend. We'll talk soon, okay? Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk on Friday. Thanks a lot uh, for having me on this afternoon, and uh, have a great week. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. Eric Branch at Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. 